Uh, so Garrett, I, there's a very important point that I think we need to address before we start recording today. Oh, okay. What is this very important thing in the who's it that we need to discuss before we start recording today? Well, since the Rice Ball Network is like a thing now, I was thinking that we really need to figure out how we're going to answer the phones because it's very important to set like that tone of like who we are up front and let people know what the Rice Ball Network is about. Okay. Um, we don't have phones though. I mean, but we will. So we just, you know, like you have to be in a growth mindset, Garrett. Like you need to think about this being a success and the problems we're going to have ahead of time. If you think about them ahead of time, then you can fix them ahead of time. Just, 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 to stay with me. I've had a lot of <laughs> caffeine. Um, okay. I, I don't think we're going to have phones still, but okay. Okay. So in the episode... Ari answers the phone and she says, yes, this is the center of the universe. And I think we could actually use that for Rice Ball Network because Rice Ball Network is the center of the universe. Um, okay. Um, g- good talking points. Um, let's, let's shelf this for now and record this episode and we'll come back to it. Okay, but just think about it. <laughs> yeah, I'll definitely, for sure, 100% think about it. I can tell that you're sincere. Great. Hello and welcome to Going Digital, colon, a Digimon Rewatch podcast, where I am Shin Garrett. And I am Kit Kat. And Digimon this week watched, yeah, nailed it. Death, death. I, I don't know about either of these episodes. <laughs> I don't have strong feelings towards oh. either of them. Yeah. I have stronger feelings of why am I watching this towards one than the other. But uh, it's fine. They're I fine. Had, I had that about both. I, I thought the... Well, okay. So let's get into O2. All right. Um, what is the O2 episode name? I looked it up. I always look it up. This is episode 44. Uh, yeah. For, God, we're so far in this show. Uh, yeah. This one, according to the wiki I'm looking at, is Dark Sun, Dark Spore. All right. I'm, I'm, I, can, I concur. Uh, uh, except the, the Japanese title is yes. Fight to the Death with... Of the dark Digimon. Yes. Yeah. Um, shall and they I... did fight to the death, actually. So there we go. Yeah. Yeah. That's a plot point. Twice even. Big deal. Traumatized some people. It, it shouldn't be because of, you know, they should have discussed it. But we'll we'll complain about that at some point. When a mommy. Digimon and a daddy Digimon hate each other very no, wrong, much, wrong story. and they fight to the death. They just re, uh, they re whatever into eggs, and it's fine. No, when when a Digimon dies in the real world, they're dead. Oh my god! You mean you mean this Digimon really died? Yes. <gasps> but they were bad people, so like. That's why this episode, I've decided already, it's going to be titled, Digimon Die When They Are Killed. <laughs> like, I watched the episode, I'm like, yep, this is the title. Well, there you go. Done. 
Well, it's been nice talking to you all. Yeah, so you can find us on the internet at Going Digital Pat. No, we're okay. Uh, do you want to tell me about this episode or at man? Uh, I can tell you about this episode. Why not? Okay, go for great. it. Um, Ken's in the back of the. Also, I just want to say thank you to Fletch and Fiona for covering for us. But every time that they do, I forget. Even though I listened to the episode, that they didn't watch an episode in between, and so. When I started watching this, I was like, wow, nothing happened last episode. This is exactly where the other one... Oh, right. (laughs) Every time. (laughs) Um, Anyway, yeah. So Ken's in the back of the truck with all the children of the corn. And then they're like, oh, we want to be just like you. And then Ken meets um, Oikawa. Or what do they call him in the dub? I actually don't. I don't remember. remember. Um, I didn't remember his name the first time. I'm just like, oh, yeah, evil guy. What's up? Yeah. Uh, Anyway, so he wants to copy the data from the dark spore that's in Ken. So he gets a checkout scanner and goes to town. Um, Meanwhile, uh, Mummy Mon's trying to drive this truck while everyone's attacking him and does a fairly good job, actually, even though everybody yells at him. Um, and then some people fight and murder Lady Devimon, some people fight and murder Marine Devimon, and then, um, that's sort of the end of the show. Um, did I miss anything? Davis is chasing the truck. Yeah. Yeah. That, that pretty much covers it. Also, yeah, the, the spore removal thing is just a barcode scanner. Yeah. Yeah. Someone is at like Aldi ready to check someone out and they're like, what the fuck? Where is the scanner? I have to put all this in by hand? No. Yeah, I had to like double take to make sure the one in my room still existed because it looked exactly the same. Why why do you have a barcode scanner in your room? Because I work in shipping. Uh, Okay, but what are you what are you scanning? Labels. In your house? Sometimes. Labels from what? Shipping. What? But... (laughs) Okay, I'm just going to accept this and move on with my life. I don't know why you think this is so weird. I just thought you dealt with code. I never thought you, like, printed and scanned things. Well, yeah, my code does that, too. Wow. So uh, you got to check it, you know, testing. I guess, I guess that's QA. I didn't know you did QA. I thought you did the other part and you were like, nah, fuck it. And someone else had to deal with it. (laughs) I mean, that's what I wish would happen. But no, I, I always QA my own shit first. Oh, that's nice. Good job, Garrett. Um, and now that we've discovered that despite knowing each other for over 10 years, I don't actually know what you do for a living. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I barely know what you do, so you <laughs> research things, right? Uh, kind of, yeah. You might get to wear a lab coat sometimes. I have a lab coat. It's not white, though, which is kind of disappointing. It is blue. Oh, uh, I mean, that's that's fair. It's still, it's still lab coaty. Um, do they have sweet pockets? I bet they have sweet pockets. I do have sweet pockets. Uh, the only problem is that it is 
a one-size-fits-all affair, and so it's very large in some places and not large enough in other places, so I don't wear it much. Oh. Um, you should get a real fitted lab coat. No, yeah, I should. Although, TBH, like, I don't really need it for my job, so I don't wear it. It's about the aesthetic, though, really. It would be kind of hilarious if I just showed up to work with it and was all chill, like... I guess we should talk about Digimon, huh? I mean, we could, but there's not too much to talk about. I mean, spoilers, I think this is the better episode this week. Oh, I know, and yet somehow... uh, I mean, it starts off interesting. Like, I actually really felt for Ken. They're kind of hitting him where it hurts in the beginning of this episode, where the kids are like, we want to be just like you. You're smart and good at sports, and like we'll do whatever we have to do to be just like you. And Ken's like, fuck. <laughs> this episode has real, like, ups and downs in quality. Yeah, that's true, yeah. This um, episode's just a roller coaster of quality. Yeah, basically. But on the positive side, that means there's good stuff. Yeah, but this is like a group project where one person actually cared, <laughs> and the other person was just like, so this is graded on completion, right? <laughs> I mean... Yeah, that's also fair. Um, yeah. Uh, um, it, it's still real, real weird that Dark Spore stuff is now a major plot point, you know, because that or- originated from a video game that no one played. Yeah, and was I feel like it was never exactly introduced here. It, I mean, kind of, I guess, but it doesn't feel like a major plot point because it never was a major plot and also like why is the docs darks for not work anymore if he's still got it in him i also thought that because i'm like wait ken's not evil anymore though but i don't know i guess it never technically got removed when they defeated him as the Digimon emperor they just overpowered the whatever and he stopped being psychotic that helped too yeah it, it's like it's like the symbiote suit in Spider-Man, maybe. I don't know. There's probably a universe where this works out. But where, like, it, it controlled Spider-Man for a while, but then he learned to control it, and then he came out stronger. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, doing whatever Spider can. Man, I wonder if Spider-Verse is out on Blu-ray yet. That's That's got to be soon. That was a great movie. I haven't watched it. It's real good. Cool. Um, Um, but yeah, I mean, I think, like, part of why I find this episode interesting is just, like, the stuff they threw into it I find super interesting. Like, Darkspore being a thing is a really interesting thing, knowing that, like, it came from, like, a Wonderswan video game, and then it kind of just shows up out of nowhere. Yeah, it's an interesting sort of, like, crossover type of thing but i feel like they could have handled it better and then i mean there's also i'm like i think my one of my biggest annoyances and it's so small but like they're always taking up so much of the episode recently with um evolutions and yeah um was this week as bad though i don't know if it was but um they're, they make a big deal out of Tailmon asking Hawkmon to Jogress with her because she can't be um, Angela. Oh, that, which, that bullshit line. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck happened? I don't remember that. 
I don't remember that either. I'm like, what? How is this a thing? And Patamon turns into Angemon just fine. But but that's a that's a difference of uh, evolution level though, because Garuman's already a champion. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, it's almost like she's lying to get Hawkmon to help her. Um, but then, uh, <laughs> but then in the Jogress, when Tailmon goes past the screen in the beginning, she's smiling, even though they're talking about going to murder someone. Which then turns Tailmon into this like crazy, bloodthirsty serial killer looking person. If she's like, we gotta be really serious and fight this creature. Or if she's like, oh, I totally pulled one over on you, Hawkmon. I'm totally fine. It's just my little secret. I mean, either way, that smile was very inappropriate. Okay. I felt. And I was just like, really? really sure. Um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe someone just went and like, guys, you can't, you can't do the cat fight again. I'm sorry. <laughs> They're like, that's it. <laughs> Enough. I'm like, oh, I guess we got to write around this, huh? I mean, I think the whole point was that they had to get uh, Cody and Yoli. They had to give them PTSD, and so this was the only way they could figure out how to make them. I mean, functionally, like gun shy, basically. Where they're like, oh I, no, we can murder people. We have murdered I, people. I guess, like, I mean, it could have been avoided if the kids just talked to them about it. Yes, definitely, yes. No idea why they didn't. Also, with the other, um, the the around the world episodes, as bad as those were, at least they were like sucking the. Digimon into the computer, and I guess maybe that would only be a temporary fix. Because he wouldn't have killed them, but why didn't they just do that? Like, it gets rid well, of them long enough. Well, because those Digimon were just Digimon that were confused and lost, and these Digimon are under Daemon and thus are evil. I mean, I get it, but, like, you could also just slurp them back to the other dimension and just do that every time they show up until they get tired or whatever. Well, in the situations they were conveniently put in, they had no choice. Yeah, I mean, they were going to murder other people, so they murdered them. Which, like, yeah, that's... I'm never a big fan of that. Like, oh, no, someone else might die, so now it's okay to kill you. Like, they're basically saying that Digimon are not as... Well, maybe they're not, but in some ways they're saying that Digimon are lesser than humans. Like, humans are more important to save. And then also they're saying that uh, if someone is threatening the lives of other people, it's okay to murder them. Which is kind of heavy for a kid's show. Right. Yeah. Um, and then they're, they're, they're following, Joe's older brother has a bunch of them in a car, a bunch of the kids, um, and, they're following the semi-truck that's holding Ken. And then there's a train, and they're like, oh, we're going to catch him. But then he goes over the tracks, and they yeah. just sit there. And I'm like, you have a car full of Digimon. Some of them can fly. Like, why are we not just picking up the car or the kids or whatever and going to the other side and getting this goddamn truck? I think Angelmon would be the only one that could fly in that group that remains there. But they can bound over top of it or whatever needs to be done. Like, I, I sincerely doubt they could be kept there by a train. 
I don't they needed the joke about the train finish finishing passing and then another train comes and then another train and another. No, the only good joke in this episode was when they're trying to see it, where the truck went and they ask a guy and Cody just shows him a drawing of a truck. <laughs> like that's true, that work. is a thing that happens. That was the only part that actually made me laugh. <laughs> it was something. Yeah. And then um there are some kids, skater kids. Who assumed that Lady Devimon is cosplaying? Yeah, and, and they're super into it. Well, she's like nine or ten feet tall, I would guess. And they're just like, wow. <laughs> that, I mean, don't kink shame. Person. Well, if, I'm not kink shaming. I'm just saying, like, if I saw someone who was enormously taller than the, the any human has ever been, I don't think I would be like that person is cosplaying, I think I'd be like, that's not a person. I mean, what, was she that much taller? Because, like, she grabs one of the kids, and she's not that much taller than them. I mean, his head is at her arm height, I thought. And I don't think it's Maybe I'm bad. Are we both going to look at this right now? Yeah, probably. This makes for great podcast audio. <laughs> um, Yeah, but they, they notice um whatever the, the Joe Grass of Hikari and uh, Miyako's Digimon are that I forget the name yeah. of. Selfiemon. Yeah, explicit common writer reference. Uh, it was a common writer reference. Yeah, that belt is totally. I think it's the black RX belt or the black uh, belt because it even does like the spinny thing when when they do their attack. It's definitely a thing. Interesting. I would not have recognized that. Uh, also, she he comes up to like maybe her shoulders. So I guess if he's a kid, she's just adult height. But we don't yeah. see her next to any adults. Yeah. So like it's yeah, it's probably fine. So I guess yeah, that's fine. I I guess I was thinking of him as a full sized person, and she was like, which I guess there are people who are like seven feet tall. So yeah. more than seven feet tall. Yeah. Who knows. Never mind. I rescind my comment. I was thinking she was like a gigantic person. I see. I also wrote, like he can hear you, Cody, but I have no no idea what I was referring to. <laughs> ah, good job. Um, I well, when he's probably yelling at what's his name to not come near the hospital. Oh, yes. That is actually entirely what it was. Yeah. There, um, I don't remember what his name is. Um, but the 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 uh, Joe Gress for TK and Cody is out fighting this Marine Mon thing in a giant like uh, Power Rangers style battle where they're knocking over buildings and whatever. And then Cody's like, "Don't come near the hospital or whatever." And then it's like, "Sure, he can hear you." Yeah, uh, they have psychic powers or whatever. There you go. Problem solved. And then I also like, like communication. They're carrying this, uh, what appears to be a girl in a wheelchair down the stairs. And then they just are like, oh, you're safe now. And they like leave her there. Well, <laughs> she's safe now because they killed the Digimon. I mean, I get that. But if she's stuck on the landing of the stairs, <laughs> like they don't show them carrying her back up. So now she's just like stuck on the landing. Well, like, I mean, oh, there was another, the- there's another <laughs> nurse there. I thought. Oh, was there? <laughs> 
<laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Or it's just Joe's brother or whatever. I was just imagining Joe's brother was definitely there. But I was just imagining them just being like, oh, we're done now. And she's like, wait, wait, wait. I need to go back upstairs. <laughs> I, I don't know. I feel like I have nothing else to say about this episode. Um, Miyako hit Lady Devilman with a skateboard. Yes, that is true. And then was almost killed, but then but then they killed the Digimon instead. Yeah, I like how Kari just stands there like, oh, you're going to die. <laughs> Kari gives zero fucks. Apparently. She's like, oh, well, you're not that cute anyway. Just die. Wow. I, I guess that could be true. Who knows? But yeah, I mean, that, that probably has more of an impact having, you know, a Digimon killed in front of you. Yeah, I can see that. Well, in the adrenaline of, like, I'm going to die. Oh, wait, no, you died. Yeah. I I'm, I, I think the Miyako version of it is better than the TK version of it. Shock and surprise. Cody version. Oh, yeah. Whoever. They're the same character. <laughs> That's why they Joe Gress so well. <laughs> I mean, not not false. Yeah. Um, there's gotta be something else. Well, I'm curious what your thoughts are on, uh, the bad guy, Oikawa. Which, oh, I, he's there, I guess. Okay. <laughs> I was thinking more like, do you think he's, he's a Digimon? Do you think he's human? He's some kind of weird combination um, of those things? I don't remember. He's probably human. He doesn't look human to me, and I, I, I mean, it's entirely possible he is, and I just don't think so, but, I mean, how, otherwise, how did he get to the, do you think he's really Ken's dad's coworker? Um, I, I don't know, that could possibly be true. I, yeah, there is that lot of backstory where, like, he was the one that wrote whatever email or whatever, and he was at his brother's funeral. Um, I don't, I don't know. Well, and I was- Maybe- I'm inclined to believe it. I wasn't clear because he says, I was at your brother's funeral and then he starts quoting what he said in the letter. So like, did he say it to him in person? It didn't stick. And he's like, ah, so he just wrote him an email. It was like, uh, maybe he'll understand it the second time. Um, maybe, I don't know. I do not know. Uh, we don't even know what Ken's dad does for a living. Do we? We also don't know that. His mom works at a jewelry coffee shop. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk about Atmon? Um, there's got to be more to say here. Uh, there's some great patriarchal bullshit with and like codependent grossness between Mummymon and Arakenamon. Oh, are we talking about how Mummymon is thirsty as hell? Yeah. Look yeah, at that was the awful. stars. I'm going to slobber on your face. Yeah, I hated it. Thankfully, we didn't learn what kind of man Arokenimon is into. Yeah. If she's even into men. If That's Digimon true. If Digimon even have gender. Uh, undetermined. Um, yeah. I don't know. The stars thing made me laugh, though, because um, I don't know if I've ever told you this story. The first time I got proposed to, uh, I was picking my boyfriend up from the airport and we were in the airport parking lot structure 
<laughs> so it's like all concrete with like fluorescent lights. And and I guess he was nervous and had practiced this idea of proposing, thinking he was going to be outside. And he was like, look at the stars. They're so beautiful. And I looked up at the ceiling and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> are you hallucinating? And I looked back down and then he was like on one knee proposing. And I was like so disoriented. <laughs> it was a very weird experience. But I was thinking about that when Mummy Mon was like, look at the stars. I'm like, are they they're parked inside of something? Can they even see the stars? <laughs> I think they were parked outside. OK, that's better. But I just was like, I think I was traumatized by that experience. So now <laughs> no, I'm just like. That is definitely the first time I've heard that story. Yeah. Yeah, it was not, not great. I was like, oh, you're going to do this inside of the airport parking lot. That's fine. That's exactly how I want to remember that for the rest of my life. And now you do. Yeah. <laughs> um. Um. Yeah. So I got curious. Uh, apparently, it's the Sylvie Mons belt is based off of Common Rider Ichigo and not Black. And it definitely wasn't Black RX, but I I forget Shame what version has you. what belt. Shame on you, Garrett. You're not a super fan anymore. You have to turn your card in. Uh. Okay. That's fine. I guess. <laughs> You're supposed to be upset about it. I'm not. It's fine. Like, it's okay to be wrong sometimes. It is. It is very much okay to be wrong. It's good to be wrong sometimes. That's how you grow. Yeah. And then I looked it up so I could be right in the end. Yeah. Now you're right. Here's your card back. Good cool. job. Cool. I, I, I still think I could be right too, but whatever. It's what the wiki says. <laughs> Gotta trust the wiki. Wiki knows all. Yeah. Um, so then was the fight scene between Cody's Joe Gress and Marine. Oh, shoot. What's his name? Marine Devimon. Was that like an ode to anything specific? Not that I'm aware of. Uh, I guess it looked like a kaiju battle. If you really want me to stretch and, and put something there. There you go. I was listening to this um, YouTube analysis thing that was talking about uh, BoJack Horseman and the way that it's shot, quote unquote, you know, I mean, drawn, obviously, but like shot is very similar to the uh, three camera format of sitcoms from the 1980s. And I was like, Horseman's probably a sitcom. I mean, yeah, it's an amazing show and whatever. But the point was that that was the style that they did. And I was thinking about that this is kind of the first time, I think, in Digimon that they've done those kind of shots. Mm, so I mean, they definitely did in, like, the, the prequel movie before 01 even starts. It was definitely shot as a kaiju movie, more or less. But that's kind of cool, right? Like, they're a little different yeah. than kaijus, but they're they're paying homage to the their predecessors. Yeah, I just don't care about Cody or TK. Okay, that's, yeah, you're not required to. Yeah. It's interesting, though, that Yoli is, like, having, this is very traumatic for her. And in, for Cody, in some ways, this is, like, feels like it's sort of bringing him back to understanding his dad, who he hasn't thought about or talked about almost at all in the series. Like Right, and that's, like, his one character trait. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> there is the point where he was, like... Having to eat this tomato that he was too full to eat, so 
maybe he's coming to terms with like things that happened in his childhood. So for him, maybe this is actually kind of cathartic. Yeah, uh, it's definitely handled two different ways. And yeah, it's good, you know. I mean, trauma affects people differently. It's good to have multiple representations. I, I still think they're both kind of resolved too quickly, but I guess I guess we don't have time for that. Well, and it's also not fun to live the reality of being, you know, different from how you were the entire rest of your life, so. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I think they're both still cut short, though, and they could have probably done more with each of them. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. It's also a kid's show, and they don't spend that much time on anything. Uh, I mean, sometimes, I guess. So are we going to watch them murder Ken in front of Davis? Is that what's happening next? Uh, I don't think Ken dies. Because mm. I'm pretty sure the O2 ending, which is still canon, he is married to Yoli. Maybe they reanimated his corpse. But they have children. I mean... <laughs> I mean, we we really have to get into to how this reanimation works, I guess, to, to really put this in, in concrete, but... Wow. Which we're not going to do. <laughs> Making that clear. Okay. Just check. Um, hmm. I, I guess this is everything. I, I don't know. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, uh, you want to talk about Atmon? Uh, no, but we're going to have to. <sighs> I'm surprised you are reacting so strongly to it. Like, I didn't like it at all, but I, for some reason, thought you would be okay. No, I'm, I'm. I wasn't a fan of it. Um, because like the first half doesn't matter, and the second half is fine. <laughs> okay. Well, would you like to tell us? Um, did you see? Did you hear? Did you recap for us? No, but I will anyway. Add a boy. So, so they got to go find Bootman because that's the thing. Oh wait, uh, this episode is fugitive following Bootman. Which might be the shortest uh, episode title in the sh- excuse <laughs> me in the show. So the first half of this episode was finding Bootman, where Hajime is like the new uh, commuter computer uh, support person, and they go to the the dark web or whatever to go find Bootman, who's in the Atmon kindergarten, which did something, but version updates made it obsolete. Um. They fail. He runs away using the emergency escape program. And then he starts turning on a whole bunch of stuff, which is a problem. And happens to coincide with this festival, which does stuff with the souls of electronics. And he turns on this broken phone where there's a useless Atmon in there. That's like his power is like making things useless. And then that happens. And then the group has a moral decision to make whether they should continue doing the Bootmon thing or if they should help the festival. And they decide to help the festival. And then that happens, and then um, and then they find Bootman, but then the fireworks scare him away, and he uses the escape program again, and uh, and the idol group's canceled. Yeah, the which, end. Yeah, which like, I mean, I think leaves Ari actually feeling better than she was feeling because she was going to quit. Yeah, I mean, like it was probably coming since forever. They're like, oh, our our evil villain controls this, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this was a disappointing episode. Um, <laughs> it sure was. 
I'm not super into Tiny Kid Hacker. Oh no, I hate it. I I, I think Kajmi being like this super secret protege is really bad. I don't like it. I don't like how it fits into the story. I don't like how it's Cylon Ray. Well, and also, yeah, because he basically just stands around now and says, be careful. Yeah, and and cooks. He's like a helicopter mom, basically, now. Yeah, kind of. I don't like it. It's bad. And Hackmon's just like, well, I guess this is our life now. Yeah, I don't know. I don't like Bootmon, like, at all. Oh, my God. He's... I mean, Elmo is the most annoying character on Sesame Street because Elmo talks about himself in third person. We did not need a Digimon Elmo where he's like, Boo is tired of being here. Boo does this. Boo does that. Boo doesn't want to do this. I hate it. No. It was gross. Um, However, uh, kudos to Afro Man, who is an astronaut now. Yeah, he is whatever the plot demands him to be. Good job. Yeah, he did it. Um. Also, okay, so then they're like, they figure out very slowly that wherever Bootman goes is going to be, things are going to be turning on, right? Right. And because then there's power standing there, things on. and uh, the car next to them turns on, and I'm like, why don't you? try to find an AR field or whatever to get in there, because he's obviously right here. I thought that's what they did, and then that's how they ended up at the festival. I uh, Well, maybe I'm not remembering it correctly. I just was like, really? they just like, oh no, what's happening? Yeah, and this festival was like so freaking convenient, I did not care for that at all. Eh, there's, there's worse things. I mean, for sure. But like, they have a summer festival for broken electronics. You know, it's the distant future of 2016. <laughs> the distant future past? Yeah, it's it came out in 2017, I lied. The distant future of 2017. Uh, yeah. And Watson's there, and he's mansplaining things. Actually, that part was kind of funny, where, like, He's asking, and I accidentally says something about, you know, how she's, like, I don't know, more or less, like, how Haru and whomever is, like, saving the world. And and then Watson's like, what? And she's like, oh, here's a thing you could mansplain to me so that you'll be excited about that and won't ask me any more questions about this. I was just like, oh, yeah. you poor, long-suffering woman. <laughs> and it works. Yeah. I mean, it always does, but... Yeah, I mean, I is is like the secret true hero of the show. <laughs> um, yeah, and then so when he accidentally turns on Useless Mon or whatever his name is, and Useless Wad turns everything. Useless Mon's pretty good. Uh, he's like the one good part of this episode. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's pretty decent. But they have a 3D printed cotton candy machine. Yeah. And then... After he breathes on it, they turn into these gray pixelated things. Yep. And you already know where I'm going with this. <laughs> Probably. But I like, think they're just pixelated and they're not censoring something. I think they're censoring something. You would. Yeah. Def. They're definitely, he definitely made them like little 3D printed 
gray cotton candy dicks. That is what that is. I, I, I reject that and choose that doesn't happen. You reject that reality and substitute it with your own? Sure do. Mm. I mean, everybody seems super upset about it, so I don't know. I mean, they're gray and ugly pixel square cotton candy. Who wants ugly gray squared cotton candy? I mean, square cotton candy is kind of like unique and interesting. But it's gray. I mean, I would be more concerned with how it tastes. Uh, probably true. Who knows what it tastes like? Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then he breathes on the. He breathes on Gotchman and um. Dokemon. Everybody that isn't Musaman. Yeah. But then or, we. Me- Go ahead. Or it's like, it doesn't affect Musaman, which is yeah. fine. Yeah, which is interesting. Yeah. I, I, it, it makes sense, actually. Like, with how Musaman and Astra act, it makes sense why that wouldn't work on them. I'm like, okay, that, that, this is fine. Yeah. I'm satisfied with your conclusion. It was okay. Uh, there's a part where um, Ari asks Dokamon, like... Where's that overly confident, excuse me, overly self-confident air of yours that you're always carrying around? Which is, like, rude. Excuse you. And then he says, I took that out and fed it to the pigeons. And I do not understand at all. Uh, well, he was made useless, and they're drawn in, like, this, like, kind of, like, crayon style, which is kind of neat. Yeah, that was interesting. I don't know why they turned into crayon people. Because they were made useless, so like the budget went down, so their their <laughs> drawing quality went down. Is that what happened? Hmm. Yeah, we're gonna go with yes. Okay, interesting. Um, yeah, but Musman's like, don't care what you think of me, what I think of me. Yeah, uh, and then they win. Yeah, and then they're like, oh, let's just stay and watch the fireworks instead of actually going to find. Bootmon, the thing that we desperately need to do before Leviathan does. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> you don't even care anymore. Not really, no, because they find him and then he just goes away again, so like nothing was solved. Yeah, awesome. Also that. I was like, this resolved really fast, and then it's like, oh, this didn't resolve at all. Okay. Yeah. It's but, dumb. Yeah. Yeah, and Ari gets the phone call and is like, yes, this is the center of the universe. Like, what? That's an interesting way to answer your phone. I, I guess always in character. Yeah. Even though she's not that character anymore. I like, mean, she didn't, like, quit yet. Yeah, I guess she just said she was going to quit. She hasn't actually done it. Yeah. And then, um, so she gets that news, and they're all sitting around. And then I is watching Haru and Yujin, and I think she realizes that they're into each other. Maybe. But Haru keeps, like, eyeing eye, though, but that just might be a ploy. Maybe he's uh, up for a threesome. (sighs) Sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) A little bit. No, you're not. A little bit. Don't lie. A little bit. Um, Yeah, and then... Ray says, I forget what he's swearing for, but he says, I swear upon this, and then puts his hand on top of Hajime's head, which is, like, weird. Yeah, uh, Ray is concerned parent at this point. Yeah, he's he's 
team mom for them, I guess. I don't like it. Except he only cares about one of them. The rest of them like, ah, <laughs> oh, go play in traffic. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Yeah, it kind of just totally changes his character. Yeah. It's dumb. I don't like it. And I wouldn't trust Hajime. Like, they're very trusting. I'd be like, well, they scrambled your brains all up and turned you into an Atmon and back. And who knows what that even does to a person. I don't know. Like, the kids go through airfields all the time. I guess that's true. They get digitalized. I don't know. It's interesting. I mean, everybody I know who's come back from being digitalized has been fine. But he wasn't just digitalized. He was turned into an Atmon, which seems like a different thing. I don't know. It doesn't seem any different from Tron. <gasps> the, the, the the character in, in the movie Tron, not Tron himself, because he was a security program, but Jeff Bridges. Or his son, I guess. Or Quora. Okay. I haven't seen that yeah. movie in a while now. Uh, the original, the sequel, or both? Both. Oh, they're pretty good. Yeah. No, I, I love Tron, the original one, and the second one was pretty decent. Yeah. It was pretty solid. Weren't they going to make another one? Uh, I don't remember. Hmm. They, did a, they did a cartoon for a while. Cartoon was pretty solid. Hmm. I didn't even know that. Yeah, they did. It was pretty good. Interesting. Uh, yeah, overall, I was not that into this episode. Like you said, the first half just didn't matter. The new characters are super annoying, and the second half was okay. And then they're just dumb, and they just stand around like, oh, let's watch these fireworks instead of going to actually do something. Yeah, no, I agree. I think that the useless ray actually worked for too long. <sighs> Yeah. I miss Ray doing things. Ray was interesting, and then his plot got resolved. Well, it's tough being a single mom. I I agree with that, but it just seems like <laughs> they could also paint him as badass at his job, because there are single moms who are badass at their jobs. Yeah. Also do a good job of being a parent. Yep. Yeah, no, I, I don't like the, the shift in dynamic that the show has taken with these past events. Well, and I'm just waiting for them to drop the other shoe with either Eugen or uh, Hajime now, because I really don't trust him. Yeah. We're definitely not going to find out next week either. No? No. Well, again, you, you don't watch the previews because you're weird, but uh, next week is the awaited Agumon episode. Ah, ha, 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 ha. So nothing is going to happen. Yeah. <sighs> um, so, what episode did you like better? I think I liked O2 better. Yeah, same. Even though I didn't really like O2. Yeah, same. Liked it better than Atmon, though. It'd be nice if, for once, we had two episodes that were super good and it was hard to choose between them because they were so good, rather than it was hard to choose between them because they were both poor to mediocre and, like, don't care. Yeah, uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, that's what I got. Oh, uh, this week, just, like, I guess there wasn't much to talk about. I guess this is shorter than normal. Well, yeah. The, I mean, neither of the episodes had that much going on. It was 
I want the, for the first one, it was a lot of Joe dressing and like fighting scenes kind of and waiting for the train. And then the other one was just kind of dumb. <laughs> yeah. Like that trucks out. Um, I don't know. That's all I got. I, I guess it'll be a short episode. Oh no. <coughs> Sorry. Sorry, people. We tried. You can find this podcast on the internet at going to chillpodcast.com where there's links to all sorts of things you can do and all that. Can stuff. I buy Girl Scout cookies from there? Uh, no. Oh, shame. I did buy some the other week, though. I have been good and I have not bought any Girl Scout cookies this year. You, you should support the Girl Scouts. Yeah. I was a Girl Scout. That's enough support. I'm done now. Paid my dues. That's that's probably fair. Or don't support them. I don't know. I don't know if they're actually worth supporting. I don't know their their views on things. Uh, I think for the most part, Girl Scouts is a good organization. The selling cookies thing is kind of not... You don't get that much back, the individual troops, from what I remember. So it's not like great but it's also not horrible they do get some of the money it does help them go to camp and whatever okay i went to camp and got to ride horses and go to the bathroom in a latrine uh because of girl scout cookie money so thanks to all my neighbors (laughs) all right then um hi haiku me ah i actually have two uh poems this week the first one is the haiku um Oh, don't look for Boo. Useless, totally useless. Watch the fireworks. Yeah, that's that's that Atmon episode, 100%. Yes, and the other one, it's a little different. Um, this one is booty, 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 flying through the air. Booty, 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 hiding everywhere. Boo. <laughs> it was stuck in my head the whole episode, so I had to share that. Sorry. <sighs> Ah, long-suffering Garrett. <laughs> um, the Digivolution has been found. <laughs> uh, good, good time. And good um, space. And stop.